Why, hello! It's your boy, your favorite boy, Liam Wolf. And if you can hear my voice, you know damn well that this is another episode where my idiot brain decided to fuck up the audio. However, this is not on Craig. This is not on our recording software, which we, I will announce, not be using in the future, fingers crossed. But instead, this is because I myself am a complete troglodyte and forgot that I was recording two channels of the same audio. We had our guest Seth Michael on this week, and turns out when I rendered all the files together, both Dan and Seth both sound like robots. So, uh, hope you don't mind that Dan and Seth Michael are good guests, both sound like they're from the year 3572, and my hollow ass just sounds pretty hollow. And I hope you can still find some enjoyment in this week's episode, uh, because there are some bangers in here. We're talking No Limit Soldiers facing the West Texas Rednecks. We're talking Penny Hardaway and Minnie Hardaway. Lil Hardaway, if you will. We're talking all the goodies. We're talking gummo. We're talking 90s basketball. And most importantly, we're talking about raw Chef Boyardee this week. So stay tuned and enjoy the episode. We were somewhere around Barstow, on the edge of the desert, when the drugs began to take hold. Welcome, one and all, to a new age of the Foul House Mitts podcast, episode 27, I believe. Yes. I am your host, Liam Wolf. Uh, we murdered Craig in the back of our barn this afternoon, and now we're using a video recording software to record the podcast. But uh, the idea of this came from none other than my wonderful co-host of the evening, Dan Caprio. Dan, uh, how did it feel to kill Craig in the back of our, our parking lot? Avenue house. Well, happy room. belated Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> this was not my idea. By the way. I just I mentioned it's an option, and I it turns out we couldn't even do a dry run with Craig. I said ah, let's do five ten minutes, see if it shits the bed. It didn't even make it to the bed. We're <laughs> we're using floor. a video. We're not recording video. We're recording our voices and just a black screen. Ooh. So, hey, man, I'm sure this audio is going to sound perfectly fine, man. It's going to sound beautiful. It's going to sound amazing. Not as beautiful and amazing as our guest for this week. He, he is great. a stand-up comic. He is a father of three. He is a former battle rapper, and he is someone who is highly disappointed in my hot takes on The Chronic by Dr. Dre. It is <laughs> the oh, wrist himself, Seth Michael. Seth, welcome to the podcast. Hey, how's it going? I forgot about the chronic thing. <laughs> totally I'm glad you did. I am glad I you totally did. I totally forgot about it. No, it's funny because just it, it shows the age difference. Because I was like, it blows my mind that in 2020 you could hear that album for the first time. Because you could, you'd have like literally in like 1993, you just there's no way to not hear it. You just you couldn't walk down the street without hearing that album somewhere. The first time I ever heard that album, my mom took me and my brother to play basketball somewhere like at a park yeah. and uh these dudes were just blasting it in their car 
And uh, when you're when you're like a 12 year old white kid in the Catskills, it just sounds just like motherfucker n word every two seconds. First and time I, just... I ever heard it, my mom was blasting it in our car. Was your like, mom was? My mom's awesome. Yeah. Your mom's your mom's hip. Your mom's an OG. <laughs> my mom was my mom was smoking the chronic, but not with her children. Uh, your, disclaimer. Your... As far as I know, my mom does not smoke the chronic. But your mom, I wish my I wish my mom would smoke the chronic so bad. Me too. It would calm her the hell down. It would be amazing. For the love of God. She she tried once. uh, (laughs) Your mom tried to smoke the chronic. Yeah, because my stepfather's like an my stepfather's like an old hippie. And uh that's like an album interlude right there. Old hippie stepfather. He's down, man. And I guess he got my mom to. I guess he got my mom to trial once. But me, she was like yelling, like this is what my. Because me and my brother both told her she should do it because she's annoying, and uh, we thought it would calm her down and make her more personable. What happened? And, uh, she was like, "This is what my kids think I should do." That's what she told them. Apparently, that sounds like a wonderful. Like that. That just sounds ridiculous. Just like you should have dosed her breakfast. Your family. Like, why do I see? Why are the walls melting? Imagine like your yeah, own kids coming up to you, being like, "Hey, mom, listen. Just like, please, just take a J. You're just such an obnoxious cunt. Can you please just smoke yeah, that's... a little bit? Don't talk, don't talk about Seth's mom that way. I'm not saying no, that. That's pretty much. No, that's that's pretty much the, the dynamic. That's pretty close. <laughs> you you have said some things, and I'm not going to repeat them. About yeah, I remember the time. I remember the time uh, you introduced me to the co-op once, saying he hates his parents. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't hate. I don't, I don't. I don't hate them. I just my life will be easier when they don't. They're not around anymore. That's all. It's not that I hate them. Happy Thanksgiving to Seth the Risk. They're just kind of. They're just kind of in the way. That's, that's all. Wonderful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But but Seth, how have you been in the post-COVID or mid-COVID? Post-COVID. It's still, it's still like <laughs> Act 2 of COVID. We still haven't gotten the antidotes yet, but we're almost at Act 3. How are you during this, like, I don't know, um, what's the part in Joseph Campbell's, like, cycle where, like, the hero's down and he's upset and stupid shit? <laughs> how have you been since <laughs> since since the COVID gimmick? I'm, I'm, I'm hanging. Here's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm not. You guys have seen how much I attend open mics and stuff. Like, I'm not exactly the guy who leaves his house that much. So, like, it, uh, it's kind of ideal for me. And I know that's like a hack thing everybody was saying. Like, oh, I love this. Like, I really like the lack of pressure to do things with my life is like great. Like, I'm like, oh, I just gotta stay home. That's fine. I could do that. And then okay. like every. And then everyone else is miserable, which makes me like feel better. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have to so go out like, and test your material is, in someone's backyard at like twelve. It is getting a bit much. That was my thoughts in like May. It's getting a bit much, like uh, just because. Well, then I had twins in August. Oh, yeah. Um, I had I had twins in a pan, and it was the day of the the hurricane that came through oh, briefly. It wasn't August. Yeah, August fourth. I only know that because it's my kid's birthday. Yeah, way to plan but, it out. Um, you could have had him a month early, and you chose not to. <laughs> they were. They actually were almost. They were almost a month early. But um, well, then they were like two months. There's, there's no danger. But uh, we had we had two we had twins in the middle of a hurricane in the middle of a pandemic, and it wasn't a total disaster. So I what can't is complain. The movie Gummo, all of a sudden. 
I don't know what that means, but <laughs> what did one of the kids like take a bath in like spaghettios or some shit? What are you talking about, Dan? <laughs> that bath scene is top grossest scenes ever in films. So Dude, that movie there. entirely is top three grossest movie scenes of all time. I that film is so fucking think... disgusting. I love it. And I think I saw that sounds familiar. This Greatest girl we used to know. Uh, Mortician used... is on that soundtrack. Yeah, a, shout out Mortician, friend uh, of the gum, podcast. Gummo, uh, to remind Seth probably of his of his younger days, uh, was this film from Harmony Kareen. This is like yes. his first movie. Uh, he directing. got first. I mean, his first, first time directing. Direct. He was he yeah. got he got a little bit of clout because he made kids. Which is probably like his magnum opus. Yeah, uh, I never <laughs> seen Gummo. Yeah, yeah, I know kids. Yeah, and so, I think I did see. Gum- I think this this girl we knew. Well, I still know her, but this was you know my friend of a friend or whatever, and we'd hang out at his house, oh, and she'd bring. No, but uh, <laughs> not, not with not with not with not with me anyway. Okay. Not with me anyway. But she'd bring like really weird movies over, and I think that was one of them. That that would qualify without question. I, would not I be want to say that was one of them. I'm not sure, but the title sounds familiar, and it would if I ever saw it, it would have been one of those nights. Were there kids? <laughs> but in, yeah, uh, but no, that's not my kids. Were not my kids have nothing to do with that movie. And one of them had bunny ears, and the, the kids in cowboy outfits were yelling slurs at the kid with the bunny ears. It's yeah, I think that sounds familiar. There's also <laughs> a mentally challenged <laughs> prostitute. And, yes, uh, yeah. I have seen this. Yes, yep. that is that is what I, they, I'm pretty they sure I'm thinking of the Grimm same movie. Is in the movie as a I don't know, pretty, I don't know who uh, that is. emotional character. Isn't he? Oh, wasn't he like a crackhead or like an alcoholic or something in that film? He or? poisoned a cat, and that scene uh, definitely bothered me. Was it like a legit real cat, or was it like? Well, no, he didn't show the cat dying, but it, it showed him like putting like glass in a cat food, and I was like, what is? What the hell is going on in this movie? That's rude. Oh, that's rude. That's I, rude. I, I watched that movie thinking, like, is this what the Midwest was like in, like, 1993? Like, were they just, like, <laughs> homicidal maniacs every single... Every, because you watch Any it... Any town that got hit by a tornado. Yeah, it was a town that was hit by a tornado. <laughs> it was, like, the it was the most country bumpkin... Like, I watch that now, and I'm like, man, that was Ohio in, like, 1995, and then when I was a kid, like Ohio turned into like the emo epicenter of the world. So I was like, "What the fuck happened? Where did all now the it's balls just, go?" <laughs> George now it's just, well, no, it's just he got all that shit out of there. It's just all opioid addiction now. Oh yeah. Now it's just too heroin and everybody's chill, you know. Dude, if someone did like a gummo <laughs> film, they didn't. If they tried to do like a gummo type film now, it would just be like a bunch of heroin addicts just like shooting up and killing themselves and like being sad. <laughs> yeah. like, be, There's no wouldn't... plot there, Liam. You there gotta would... have a, uh, even though gummo really didn't have too much of a plot. You, it you didn't have a there. plot at all, Dan. There was no <laughs> fucking to, plot in this, gummo. On, I'm getting it. I have it in my movie collection. I'm going to read you the synopsis. There's no fucking plot in gummo. <laughs> they just like, they just yeah, dick around just, and watch the... like weird people do weird shit for a fucking Liam. hour and a half. Liam, this, uh, the movie you love, widescreen version of the film, 2.0 stereo surround. You found that so way little, too, you found that really fast. It's in my <laughs> and, and that's like right up front. Uh, from Harmony Corinne, screenwriter that critically acclaimed kids, as Liam mentioned, very organized. a haunting portrait of life in small town America. Through a collection of dreamlike and devastating images, Corinne, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Corinne. offers a glimpse of Xenia, Ohio. 
uh, world existing in the aftermath of a tornado. I'll be Survivors transparent. Were... I was completely guessing that it took place in Ohio. I did not know it actually took place in Ohio. <laughs> that is so That's fucking what I was like, That's uh, Ohio. Liam, the, the I've been to Ohio a bunch, and it's just like that. Survivors of one natural disaster, the town's inhabitants live each day in a numbing atmosphere of physical and emotional destruction. Rated R for pervasive depiction of antisocial behavior of juveniles, including violence, substance abuse, sexuality, and language. Dan, Dan, for the love of God. Interactive menus. Dan, that synopsis (laughs) happens in like the first two minutes of the movie, and then the rest of the film is just needless insanity. For yeah, like chapter 25 hour and a half time. Don't watch chapter 25. The best thing, the girl who brought it over, she brought like a bunch of weird, but she would never, she didn't tell us like, hey guys, watch this movie's fucked up. Let's watch this. She would just like, hey guys, let's check this out and just put it on with like no like warning. So it, was just, like, it would be like a room of like 10 of us just like smoking weed and she'd just put this on and we'd be like, what is going on? And well, was, speaking and... of smoking weed and, and films, man, this is perfectly, this is this is great to segue uh, into one of Seth and I's personal favorite films that we've ever seen. And I have the dual um, oh, I forgot double what I play about edition yeah. of Masterpiece Classics, I'm Bout It, the movie, and Masterpiece Dull last Don. But Liam, unfortunately, no. I've not. never seen. I've never actually seen. I'm about it. You get off I'm this sorry. goddamn podcast. <laughs> right and to be fair, I never sold myself as a person who'd seen. I'm about it. But I, uh, I've seen. I own the last Don on VHS somewhere. Well, thank Christ. Because I own it. My buddy worked. Buffs collection. A friend of mine used to work at a, a Hollywood Video, and. uh I would go and get movies. So, like, I would buy, like, I'd go through the bins and just find stuff, and you'd give I me, like, the employee price. Yes. Yeah, I had it on, well, this was, I, I, this was, like, well, DVDs definitely existed when I got this movie. <laughs> mine is from 2002. Like a, it's, the, it's, the, it's the special edition. Mine, I bought, I got the VHS in, it was right before 9-11, actually. It was 2000, if I think about it, because the place I was living was like, where I was, was was where I was living when 9/11 happened. I'd that's like how I can. Re- that's how I remember things. Yeah, go uh, for it. Just of the last. I can synopsis. give you the synopsis, but go for no, it. No, well, I have the synopsis. All right, I can give you my synopsis, but we'll, like, we'll do. Go, we'll go. Let me do mine first, <laughs> right. and you can do yours. Go okay. for it. Master P plays Nino in the urban gangster film The Last Don. Now, mind you, Master P in the beginning is apparently the son of an Italian man. Yes, but then Midway, his father gets killed in the beginning. Yeah, right. But it and he's very a very Italian, like just just looking like an old Italian dude. Yes, but Master P <laughs> starts off Italian and then turns Cuban. He slowly adopts the the accent from Scarface. Correct. On certain words, not really for full sentences, and then and then Italian for and others. then it goes away in other places. And then yeah, a lot it's, of it's incredible. It's amazing. That movie is absolutely amazing. Nino never wanted the life of a gangster, but when his father, Don Corleone, they couldn't have picked him. <laughs> I forgot his name is Don Corleone. Is gunned down I forgot that was his name. His father is gunned down. He, yeah, that's how it opens, if I remember correctly. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but... Yeah. For if I remember correctly, it opens with the church scene, right? That's correct. Now Nino yeah. is dull last Don, and the family business is in his hands. Dot, dot, dot. Executive producer, Master P. Now, now that's does, a very. There you go. Now does that's does, a very. Uh, there's so much more to the story than that. Now does, <laughs> not, not too much. 
No, there's no, a birthday there is. party for no reason. He's a basketball coach for some reason. They, wait, his and basketball like, team gets gunned down by them. Yeah, they gunned down the entire they basketball team in the locker room. <laughs> they're like teenagers. <laughs> and they're like teenagers. And they yeah, to get yeah, to Master P. They get to Master P. They shoot this entire basketball team. I don't the kids remember. Kids are unarmed, by the way. I, I'm. I, no, yeah, they're, I can they're literally changing. <laughs> they're literally, literally changing out of their jerseys. Yeah, and then. I don't even remember the order of things, but the acting is so bad. It's like there's a scene. I don't, dude. The higher, the, the actual, like the people in that movie that are just actors are bad. Like it's like, like the scene. Um, there's the scene they're interrogating him after the kids get the basketball team gets killed. Oh yes. And the cop who's interrogating him at one point, I just remember him going, he's like, listen, man, some of those kids would like my own. And he like pounds on his chest and he says it, and it's like. It's incredible, and at one point, the, the, the guy interrogate the cop interrogating Master P's character shoves a gun in his face, and Master P just goes, "Man, get that gun on my face!" and pushes it away. That's it's true. absolutely amazing. It's absolute. And then, like, they kill his wife at one point, and like, yes, they think he's Master P uh, in the shower, and they shoot his wife to death. But the lead the, bad guy leaves his ring by accident, and Master P <laughs> finds her. But he comes back and finds his dead wife. And then he's like, what? My little chocolate tiger. And then, um... Yeah, Master wait, P's not his wife. Wait, 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 stop. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He calls like his that. love my little chocolate tiger. I don't know if he's... And now that I, don't know if I, I don't know if he says little, but it's definitely chocolate tiger. My chocolate tiger, my dead. He goes, they kill my chocolate tiger. How could I do? No. And then he finds like a, a baby like onesie on the floor. I don't know why it's on the floor. Oh yeah, and he pregnant, and he picks it up and he goes. He but he didn't know she was pregnant. And he picks he up the onesie. And he goes. He goes. This is literally the delivery line. He goes. You was gonna have a baby. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch this whole movie. It's only an hour long. Too, which yeah, it's like an hour long. Longer. And then oh, like and God. then like um. And then, and then, like maybe five scenes later, he's driving somewhere and like getting roadhead from some other girl, and he's just like, what and he just says like, he just, he, he, the half the movie right? is, it, it is it one of the strippers? Strip club. Yeah, uh, that's right. Of yeah, course, one of the strippers. With full frontal. I'm talking full frontal nudity. You see? Oh yeah, there's a lot of nudity. Yeah, I like nudity in that movie. I would and not Snoop be shocked. Dogg is a, Snoop Dogg is a very brief cameo in that movie. Extremely brief. Where he just walks to the front of the scene and says something and leaves. I don't remember what he says. He's just like, man, you fucked up. And then that's it. It's the, the, all right, 50 grand. I, I, believe, Silk, I believe Silk the Shocker is in that movie. Mic. Silk the Shocker has all the notes. Also, Sid yeah. Herder has a scene in a convenience store where he plays the uh, the guy behind the counter. Now, does Kurt Henning, now, does Kurt Henning appear in this movie? Or uh, Bobby no, Duncan no. Jr.? Or, the only white people. Any... The only white people in this movie are Italians that get killed in the first scene. Yeah, oh, I don't have a bummer. cast listing, but there definitely a are a lot of Italians and Judas in this movie. Because I'm. But Master P just it's it's literally the accent from Scarface, and it's only like it's only every few every now and then. It's hilarious. But he's dressed oh, in, no. it, in like straight up Italian suits with the goddamn hat. Oh yeah. God, he's, damn he's got it. like he's got like a fucking um what do you call it uh I have the same hat. I'm not saying like you know, I'm not big guess. It's literally the a same. Dobbs, hat. He's got he paid, definitely got a Dobbs hat at one point. What he paid so much money to get this hat from Planet Hollywood. It's the Master P. I don't buy anything for Planet Hollywood. I don't know what you're about. 
Okay. <laughs> I've never even been. I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen that. I haven't. You know, the last time I saw that movie, because I have it on VHS, and there was this girl I was like hooking up with years and years and years ago, and I kept telling her, I kept telling her about it for like a long time. <laughs> And then, like, I was like, no, no. And then one day I finally got a VCR. I was like, yo, I found a VCR. I got one. I don't remember. And I was like, yeah, we're going to watch. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, because I was telling her about this movie for, like, for like months. And then, like, I uh, I finally got a hold of a VCR. I forget why or how. I think I bought one. I think I went out and bought a VCR. I think I went out and bought a VCR. And then um, this was, like... 2004. And, uh, for VCR. No, 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 no. You've no, you've no understanding of supply and demand. Oh, <laughs> but um, no, they used, yeah, and then Seth, Seth, if you remember but, correctly, Betamax and VCRs used to be incredibly expensive. This was were... like 2004. This was like a, this oh, VCR was like 1978. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet. <laughs> Not that old. I wasn't no, running beta then I got the girl I got her come over and I made her watch it. And she goes, What the fuck? This is terrible. I'm like, what did you think I was telling you about? I would have like, slapped her in her face. She was like she was like genuinely she was like she was genuinely disappointed it wasn't a better movie. I'm like, I don't know what you thought I was selling it as. But... <laughs> the Godfather Part Four. All I remember from Master P's acting career was uh there was a scene in my fe- favorite television show of all time, Oz where uh, he goes up to Cape, um, K, uh, J.K. Simmons, who's a neo-Nazi, and basically says, Hey, yo, uh, Schillinger, uh, your, 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 baby, your baby kid might be a little bit chocolate, if you know what I'm saying, bitch. Fuck you. And he's like, Oh, fuck! My, my son had sex with a, with a goddamn fucking black! Oh, shit! <laughs> and that was like the whole subplot. And that was his whole Jesus. career. It's fucking great. And so, uh, yeah, that's my that's all my interaction with this debate because I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. Well, Liam, <laughs> we're gonna lay on you our top three best No Limit albums of all time. Oh, uh, for the love of God, please no, topic. please Mine, no. Number, I don't want to no fucking talk about No Limit. Fucking soldiers. The only thing I know about the No Limit Soldiers is in 2000, Vince Russo thought it would be a fucking ingenious idea oh, to yeah. bring them into WCW. <laughs> I forgot that. And they had them go after, and Kurt Henning was the villain of the fucking West Texas Rednecks who would rap be like, crap. I, I hate rap. And what happened was, oh, hey, a promotion in the South prefers the country bumpkin guys over the hip-hop rappers that are thuggish douchebags? <laughs> yeah. Not even, like, maybe if it was, like, the Wu-Tang Clan, they might have given a fuck. But well, it's the put, No Limit fucking like soldiers. Didn't they put him with, like, Cannon and Rey Mysterio and stuff? Didn't they oh, just yeah, have them? Yeah, they, they had yes. him with, they like, did, the right? filthy animals, I think, pairing up, yeah. like, hanging but out. Yeah, I remember them. that. Ex- I remember that verbatim. I remember Kurt Henning and them singing that song, and the crowd was going nuts, and they were supposed to be the heels. <laughs> it was just not working right at all. Well, fun fact, that song, Rap is Crap, was actually somewhat of a hit. I, I'm sure it was. That's unfortunate. I am so... Wow, really? <laughs> really? God damn. I think it became a country hit. I was wondering where you're going with the Kurt Hennig thing. I totally forgot. About it. Now it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah it totally makes for... total sense. Because the only thing I, I know about the No Limit Soldiers, I don't know Kurt, anything I else. All about that. Kurt Hennig had some heat. Had some heat. They were uh, in around the same time. Or a little before. Well, this this is how I this is how I amassed a bunch of No Limit albums. It was my freshman year at um at the illustrious Rutgers University. 
I uh, my dad my dad put money on like uh, the the RU Express card for me to buy my books and stuff, and just just by happenstance, like my <laughs> books were my books were really cheap that semester, so I had like a ton of money left over, and I'm not gonna like give it back to him, you know. Fuck. So I would just I would just like go to the student center convenience store and just buy like every rap cd they had and there was a lot of no limit cds on the shelves at the time Hell yeah and i just kept bu- i just kept buying them you kept buying and most like, of them were not that two dollar no limit let's hear the mind of mystical is definitely up there was that the Good. name of it the first mystical album on no that was the first no limit album i ever got because i actually genuinely enjoyed mystical before mystical he was hashtag no innocent by the way He's out of jail now, I'm pretty sure. He should have never went. He, he, I'm pretty sure he raped somebody or something. I'm pretty but... sure that you <laughs> didn't research that enough. I haven't read about it. He might, honestly, I don't know the case. I'm not going to lie. I don't know anything about the case. I just know he's innocent. Oh, I just know no. he went to jail for something <laughs> bad. But uh, oh, no. But that first album, <laughs> No Limit, was really good. Oh, the first album, he was definitely still innocent. Oh, God. Yeah, he was, that was probably before he did it. And then um, allegedly, I like Ghetto Dope, and nice. it's hard to come up with three good No Limit albums. I have three. <laughs> you shouldn't have yeah. three. You should have none. You should have no yeah. No Limit albums that are in your favorite. I remember the, the artist album. No, nah, I'm not a fan of Little Soldiers. Album. Was a great Mia X was actually pretty dope. Mia X could rap. Well, Seth, what about the first TRU album? Day True. I never really did. I never really digested that. I've heard it. I've skimmed it. I know. I don't know that album that well. As, All right. Here's my. Here's I didn't even know there was a second. I'll, I'll get, true. You know more. You know much more now. No limit than I do. Number one. No limit album of all time. Sea murders. Bossolini. Number yeah. two. Okay. I'll, I'll put that, that. That's the best one I've ever heard, dude. It has twenty-seven or twenty-eight tracks. They're all. Good. They all. That's they all did. They were all insanely long. <laughs> Every album reason. had to be at least 74 minutes long. Yeah, they maxed out every single album. I don't know why. Number two, best No Limit album ever. Master P, The Ice Cream Man. Yeah, that is It's real close, the, the, the one yeah. and two. Number three, I'm About It, the soundtrack. That is, I like the song, I'm About It. I definitely like that, that song. That is not on that soundtrack. But, oh, no, no actually. Well, that's confusing. I think I'm About It Part 2 is on that soundtrack. If I'm not mistaken, mm. they did a lot of sequel songs. They did. They did, four, <laughs> they did a lot four, of sequels. Honorary mention for Seth. I'll put Snoop Dogg. The game is to be sold, That's, not to be told. Snoop Dogg. Dogfather is probably my number two or three. That's a good. I album. don't have that album, so I can't. But that doesn't sound like it. People don't think of that as a No Limit album, but it tech, but it it did come out on No Limit Records. It didn't have enough. Uh, it, it wasn't glittery enough. All their covers were like three D for a while. Yeah, it just had like Snoop's face. Yeah, that was when they did all those pen and pixel album covers, and then and then in ninety nine or ninety eight when Juvenile's Ha blew up, and uh, oh, and, everything um, was on fire. Cash Money Records kind of took their spot. Yeah. And Lil Wayne's still famous to this day, so. That is, uh... That was where Lil Wayne came out of. What a... Yeah. So I can thank Master P for Lil Wayne's existence. No, 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 no. No, you can't No, not not at all. Not at all. You can thank, um... I know I can can thank thank Birdman. Juvenile and Birdman. Juvenile, the song by Juvenile called And Manny Fresh. 
Right, Manny Fresh did all the beats, yeah. But Juvenile's Hot blew up. Hot Boys have been around as long as No Limit, but they just didn't blow up. And then Juvenile's Ha, the song's called, have you ever heard that song? It's Yo. it's literally just, he just says ha after every word. For some oh, reason, it's just, no. that was just a like, song to my I, uh, to entire year uh, of uh, high school for me. God, I can't remember any of the words, but it's just like you got to go to court. Uh, you ain't do It's just like that. Oh, oh I you think got, I've heard about you that. You got yeah, that I've big body Ben's hot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And that song was huge. And then after that, like, uh, Cash Money Records blew up, and like a year later, they signed Little Wayne when he was like fourteen. Ah, classic. And he would he would just jump degrees. in songs and. When he did, and that was a which was juveniles back that ass up, which yeah, was a big I, hit. I remember that one. Little, well, I remember back that. Thing. Yeah, little. I don't like to say the word ass. On little Wayne. Ass. Yeah, little Wayne's the one going drop it like it's hot, drop drop it like it's hot in that song. But he's like 15 years old. He was a minor. He was a minor. It's very strange. It's very strange. Like Bird, like Birdman just kind of went and took him I, from his family Seth, when he was I like 14. <laughs> how many women? Wait, wait, wait. And I'm sure Lil Wayne doesn't care. But how many women committed statutory rape with Lil Wayne for years? At least seven or eight. Yeah, that's, that's a fair <laughs> that's, amount. Seven or eight. I'll, I'll take that's seven. That's it? Did you see, you know what I recently saw Juvenile in, uh, right before COVID struck? If you guys followed the Democratic, uh, I know Liam probably did, the Democratic uh, presidential primary. Oh, he was uh, this shit. guy, well, this guy, Tom Steyer, was... Uh, Running for president for some reason, and oh, um, uh, Tom oh, I Steyer. remember that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He didn't get very far. Oh, of he course, right, he's just, just like Michael Bloomberg. Right, right before the uh, South Carolina prime, when Biden started cleaning up everything, right, like the night before that, he was on stage with Juvenile dancing to back that ass up with him for he some knows, reason. Hat no, no, that's, <laughs> yes, that's where he got. Look on YouTube. Go on YouTube and do Tom Steyer Juvenile. You'll find it. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. The fuck out of here. I don't know why. That's worse than Hillary Clinton saying Pokemon go to the polls. And that's worse than the whole Michael Bloomberg. I strongly disagree on both of those. That is top 10. But it's not even close to Pokemon Go to the polls. It's not even close <laughs> to fucking Michael Bloomberg. Michael Bloomberg. I was in the shower a few weeks ago, and I, I thought of you saying that, and I just started laughing uncontrollably in the shower. I'm like, uh, she ruined her political career. She ruined. That's not. That I mean, is that's not the reason. worst. <laughs> The worst thing that any is... politician has ever. People give fucking Howard Dean shit for the, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> that. Yeah. That. Is nothing compared to yeah. You said Pokemon go to the polls. That is the it's... worst line in human fucking history that any politician has ever goddamn said. You know why it's especially like... bad. You know what makes it really bad too it's is dated that dated as shit. Because it it was dated. No, but at the time month. it really wasn't. It wasn't that dated at the time. But oh no, but... when when she said it, that was like July. <laughs> she dated it. <laughs> that was like July. <laughs> the whole Pokemon Go Go thing was like yeah, that was pretty quick. Was like super super early on in the year. John Minus, friend of the podcast, was it? still playing Pokemon yeah. Go. I know a person. I know a person or two still playing it. I, I played it. I, I was like, oh, I gotta try this. I figured I'd play it while I walk the dog. I'd catch a freaking... I can't remember what Charizard. you keep catching those. No, you keep catching those stupid birds or whatever. Oh, the Pidgeots? Then, uh, the Pidgeotos? Yeah, you just catch those every five minutes. Yeah. Never catch anything cool. And then I would, sometimes i do it in my car, and I was like, let's get out of hand. That's I'd be like at a so stoplight, mean. like, oh, let's see what... Seth, 
Seth, you Pidgeotto know? is a really good Pokemon. How dare you insult right, the legacy of, of Pidgeotto? What's the shitty one? I don't. There was a shitty one I'd catch every five minutes. There's, there's. I know it was that little caterpillar, wasn't it? Oh, the caterpillar is trash. Yeah, but the caterpillar turns yeah, that's into Butterfree. That was Richard's favorite Pokemon. Butterfree <laughs> is also trash. But I, I don't know why we're talking about Pokemon. We spent ten minutes talking about fucking No Limit Soldiers. God damn I it, Darren. Do you know I hate you. But do you know what? Uh, the worst part about Pokemon Go to the polls, in my opinion, is the at the time the goal was let's get people that aren't gonna vote to vote for me because most people were already in most people that like follow shit yes. were like pretty much had their minds made up by then. Yes. But if you who calls it the polls, but anyone that's really plugged in, you know what I mean? Like it's like oh I'm gonna go to the polls. That's like it's not layman speak. It's like, it's like weird. That is. Yeah, that's what like people like really plugged in. What do you think? So that makes it even worse. Is that your stupid pun wasn't even? It's not even a pun. Whatever I, it is. I want to go as far as to say that that's probably, like, as bad. I Like, the worst that Biden has done during his campaign this year has, no, like, There's been a lot. Him, him saying, if you're black and you don't vote for me, you're not actually <laughs> that was, black. That was, pretty, that was pretty bad. As that bad as bad. that is. We should have ended his career. That should have ended it down, like, right <laughs> off the gate. As bad as bad as that line is, <laughs> it's not even. It's like light years away from Pokemon you know what, Go though? to the polls. That is yeah, still that the was, worst fucking. Thing. No, but you know what? That was Joe Biden, a senile old man, trying to just. He, he did that, and he didn't plan to say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Pokemon Go to the polls. Pokemon Go to the polls was like tested. Focus group tested. That was you know what some, I mean? Someone on the camp. <laughs> Someone on the campaign team's like, hey, Hillary, yo, you want to get that youth vote? Yo, check this out. Yo, check this yeah, out. Exactly. The worst, there is no... the worst shit about there is... that, The worst shit about that is, like, all those same people that were on fucking Hillary's shit with that Pokemon Go to the Polls shit gave, gave Bernie so much dog shit because of the fucking, oh my, because of him going on Joe Rogan. They're like, oh, Bernie's on Joe Rogan. He's enabling like a, a white nationalist loser. And I'm like, your idol fucking referenced a dated gaming app like five months after it was relevant. Get the fuck out of here with cultural relevancy, you stupid morons. I, uh, I just wanted to go on his show because I'm a fan of uh, MMA. I just... <laughs> if Bernie was... So, so I missed your Bernie. I did miss your Bernie impression there. I must say. I am going. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that a little bit later. Uh, we're, we're happy to have you on. Uh, I'm sorry that you voted for me personally. Uh, I, I I'm not getting any Plex family stuff. I sent in my mail-in ballot for Bernie in New Jersey, and that was entirely pointless. But. Oh, you did do that. I, I just took a no. shot in the dark. I thought you of voted course for I did. Church, of course. Whatever name is. No, no, no. I voted for Bernie in the primaries. I didn't vote oh. for the president. That's a fair point. Because um, he wasn't. No, I voted for him in the primaries, even though it was pointless because it didn't matter. But I oh, just, yeah. I was, I didn't have to leave my house. <laughs> you so I voted did. when it didn't matter. <laughs> when it didn't, when it, there's no point. There's no, no point. You yeah, shouldn't even. New Jersey's prime, even in a non-COVID year, New Jersey's primaries are too late to matter. So. Yeah. Yes. Hundred ten percent. So. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're in. We're like this. It's literally us and I forget what other state are the last two to do it. I forget what the other one is. But it's quite. It would be cool to. Sometimes I. Sometimes I wonder what it would be like to live in a state that matters. But <laughs> alas. Well, you but really. But no. But seriously. 
people out there need to realize that for some reason Juvenile did a fundraiser for Tom Steyer the day before he dropped out. I'm still a fan of Juvenile. I don't care. It was hey, he still got it. It was he had Tom Steyer's dancing all right. It's amazing. That's you have terrible. to look that up later. Yeah. It's he incredible. Deserved, he deserved to get knocked. Even out. though no one knows who Tom Steyer is. I do. I don't even remember Tom Steyer. I, don't I know who Tom Snyder is. I don't know really who Tom Steyer. It's interchange. Same guy. Uh, it's whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Anyone named Tom? Well, Tom, Tom Snyder's Selleck. dead. Tom Jones. All the same. Ah, uh, Doug. Yeah, Jones. I think he's passed away too. Tom Doug Jones. Jones? Doug Jones? Doug Jones. Doug Jones. We're missing the Tyson fight for this. The Jim Jones. Yes, we're we're missing the Jim like oh, yeah. fight that's going on tonight. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's like seventy, like seventy bucks, right? Or something crazy. Is it? Is it for? It's, oh, I heard it was God. expensive. Jay I don't know Paul's if that was an exaggeration. Some, some guy too. So that's that's oh, on that the, the same card. show. Same thing. Yeah. The do you guys remember is the celebrity boxing in like the early two thousands? They do every now and then. Yeah, oh, Tanya I do. And, uh, um, what's her name? Tanya I just remember at one, yeah, that was Danny one of them. Bonaduce. There was one, um, Joey yeah. Botafuco fought a girl, Straight. I think. Okay. I think Joey <laughs> Botafuco fought a, I think Joey it was like Joey Botafuco. Did an intergender match? I think he fought China or somebody. I can't remember <laughs> what now. What the fuck? I can't remember now. I would watch that. No, but I remember uh, Refrigerator Perry fought Manu Bull. Which is incredible. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Certified Which is in, What the I think. fuck? No, Manu Bull is the long boy of all time. Manu but... Bull is we, certified we, longest Steph, boy. Me, we went yeah. deep into certified long boys. Manu Bull was mentioned. Manu Bull, he is. His, you know his son. Right you know his son's. His son's in the NBA, and his name's Bull Bull, which no. is awesome. <laughs> I'm not making that up. I'm not making that. Up. He, he's on the Denver Nuggets, and I would pay money to find out his middle name is also Bull. That would be awesome. Oh, I pray it's that's not. Ridiculous. His name Seth, is Bull top, Bull. Who would you say is your top long boy of the past, I don't know, like 30 years? What is that? I'm not too sure I know what that means. Certified long boy. What's a, yeah, what's your top certified <laughs> that long like, boy? What does that mean? Like, Seth, Andre I, I need Giant to know, is definitely like a, a certified Just boy. like a big person? Tall no. people, <laughs> just a, no. tall dicks, tall fingers. Uh, that's taller. what I was trying to figure it out if it meant like a, like a coxman, or if we're just talking long boy. It just means anything. You could have giant... Will Purdue is oh, a certified Manu. long boy. He's got a size 25 inch shoe. Will Purdue, yeah, he's pretty big. There's there's George Mirasan, obviously. George We've mentioned. Hopefully, you mentioned George Mirasan, my we giant did. or whatever was, that movie was called. <laughs> um, Billy Crystal, not a long boy. I gotta say, Bull Bull. Little, he's only about seven three. So <laughs> that's I don't it. Know if, I don't know if Bull Bull is a long boy. Bull <laughs> um, Bull misses out on the long boy title. Well, how big's his dick? Oh, get out of here, Dan. I am sworn, I am sworn to secrecy. However, but, uh... I think this is a really good segue, if we can, because, Seth, you are an avid NBA person. I am Very an avid, much, yeah. I am an avid a- NBA person. Uh, Dan, really? you're an avid that. 90s NBA person. So yes, I, thought... I was huge into the NBA up until about 2002. Oh, perfect. So Maybe, I no no I'll go I'll go oh four. So oh four that was it. So I was thinking oh four was like the worst. That was a bad finals. Was it bad? Oh, it. What was it? Oh four was Spurs uh, Spurs Pistons right? No, it was Pistons so. Lakers. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh that was a good final. That was an won. excellent final. Pistons Pistons Spurs was oh five. Yeah. That was a really boring finals. Hell yeah. I love the Spurs, though. Don't talk shit about them. Don't no, just... 4 was fun because everybody, it was fun to, like. I hate the Lakers. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Lakers get, like, and the Lakers should have won that series, too. 
<laughs> I don't know. All the smart people. I wasn't as smart about basketball now as I was then, but all the smart people said the Lakers were gonna get killed, and they were right. Well, they were right. Yeah. The pit, that was anyway. We're we gonna say Liam. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say. I was gonna say. I think it would be a real fun segment if we did our personalized front row '90s fantasy draft NBA. What do you guys think about that? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. You're f- yeah, you're five. You bring them out. Your all-star team. Your go-to five <laughs> from the '90s. Now, here are the ground rules. Uh, if anyone was a rookie in '99 and didn't flourish until they got to the 2000s, they're instantly disqualified. We're not counting them. Uh, they're out of contention. This is strictly the '90s. Strictly cool. the 90s, and if somebody names someone, you cannot name them. You cannot that's put them it. on your team. No one is going to name mine, so that's fine. Oh, okay. this is beautiful. Okay. Nope. And so, just guys we like, or? Well, no, this is <laughs> just like what would be your person, like if you could think of a 90s team, your 90s dream team, your what would be your go-tos? Seth, I'll let you have the floor. Your first pick. Okay. At center, I'm going to go with uh, Olajuwon, because I believe uh, 1994 Kim Olajuwon is the best center I've ever seen play basketball. Definitely certified. Olajuwon, that's Personally. a pretty tight choice. That's a pretty yeah. strong choice. I, I agree on that one. Dan, all right, Olajuwon completely gone from the draft. Dan, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> uh, I'm, what, a center? If we're going for that, go for it. Do your I thing. Do I'm going with motherfucking Or do you want that? You blab at center. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Who I know basketball players. I know. I know. I know. Especially '90s guys. I go pretty deep. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's pretty hard. It's not easy to stump me in '90s basketball players, but I am stumped. Dan, who what team was you blab on? You blab, I believe, was on the Rockets. I have to look this up though because I have a card from 1990-91 season. You blab is 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 it? I don't go as deep. On. On. I don't. I don't get too deep to like ninety three. So that could that makes sense. But that's uh that's a that's a deep cut. Okay. Hang on, I'm on Wikipedia. If he's not on Wikipedia, I don't know what to tell you. He's definitely not on Wikipedia. He is definitely not on Wikipedia. <laughs> he is definitely. Oh, you tr- go to um go to basketballreference.com. That has everybody. Oh, oh here he is, German basketball player, Ublab, um, seven foot two, certified long boy. Uh, so German he was like basketball some basketball player, five years in the NBA. Wow. Uh, drafted in eighty, played from eighty five to ninety three. That sounds pretty. Seven. Seven. That's uh, that's right, more than U-Blab. that's more than. Now, no, I don't have to point out that's more than five years, right? <laughs> something, something, some, something's just cute. No, he probably was out of the league for a few years. U, or UA Constantine Blatt. I'm going with him. Gotta, he must have been some like third string center that never played or something. Don't, don't you dare. Yes, yes, I'm thinking he's like on the bench on the Rockets from '91. Back in the, no, he was on the San Antonio Spurs in 1990. So I'm going with you, Blatt. The '90s, '90s, every team. <laughs> Every team had some white center and never played. He was also on the Golden State Warriors from <laughs> 89 to 90. Mm. God damn. Well, that's that's a fourth, beautiful Fourth choice. team parade All-American, 1981. Huh. What? Well, <laughs> parade? Dan, parade Dan like Parade chose, Magazine? Dan chose a meme, as I thought he would. Uh, <laughs> Seth, you got... So, Ublab, if you wanted Ublab, he's out of contention. Yeah, he's uh, out. Uh, well, you guys are going for centers. 
I personally think I need myself a shooter. I need myself a boy that will get me those three points day in, day out. I'm going to go Reggie Miller. That's my go-to number one. Homeboy was the king of that three-point. He lived that dream. I'm going to go Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller is my first choice. Seth, who you jump in? Seth, your second pick. You realize Dan, his sister's like six foot five. But anyway, um, certified long girl. <laughs> long girl, yes, absolutely. Cheryl Miller, long girl. Um, let's see, nineties. I'm, I'm gonna try to go to shooter. I'm trying not to be biased. To the, uh, let's go. You know what? Let's 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 get it. Let's go with the the late Drazen Petrovic, just to uh, just to make things sad. Drazen Petrovic. That's a name. Drazen <laughs> Petrovic died in a car crash. Oh, but he was one oh, of the greatest. Fuck. He was. Uh, you don't know who he is. He was uh, on the Nets. He was. Um, he was maybe. He was like. He was an incredible shooter. He was like. He was definitely one of the best shooters in the league. He was kind of ahead of his time. But uh, then he died in a car. There's a documentary that Vladi Divac made about him that actually almost made me cry by the end. But I'm. I'm tough. Fuck him. Uh, oh, damn. Let's That's let's put Draz, let's put the late great Drazen Petrovic on this team. Why not? That's a fair point. All right, so so Drazen we're going with shooters. Uh, Hakim Olajuwon <laughs> and Petrovic. I'm going. Oh, Seth maybe I should do all foreigners. Oh, that would be a fire team. <laughs> well, I'm, be, I'm doing all I'm right. guys except for one. I think I'm out of. Oh boy. All right, all right. Well, Dan, what's your second? Dan's pick? going. Dan's, Dan's going with all Nazi youths. <laughs> no. No, this next guy, I don't believe. Well, hang on. Let me let me check his. Dan needs to check and if he's a bench guy. An or American, not. an American former basketball. I'll go. You know what? At power forward, uh, Christian Leitner. I'm putting Christian, Christian Leitner right in there. Of course you do. The man, the yep. myth, the piece of shit. Six Christian foot eleven. Leitner. Definitely long boy. That that man. That is man. Christian Leitner is a really interesting guy because, like, as a college player he was like the like the arch villain like the final boss of like college basketball he was the dude yeah and yeah. then he got yeah. to the nba and like was just a like a b plus player he was like he the was solid solid guy. The, i think uh, he might have made an all-star team i can't remember i mean like, he's in like 97 i think i could be wrong but he, he might have made I'm one looking him up he, he was on he was on the yeah. wow Good call. He's also the weird. He's also the weird. Just sort uh, uh, just sticks out like a sore thumb part of the dream team. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like why yeah. is this guy here? And they almost went with they. There was a debate. They were like, should we put Shaq? Should we put college Shaq on the dream team or Christian Leitner? And they went with Leitner. Oh, you gotta go with Christian Leitner. You gotta. Well, if they put Young Shaq on the first dream team, that would have been crazy. That would have been tight. <laughs> I don't think Leitner played them. <laughs> Young Shaq. Oh, he was in college still. It was before he got drafted. Oh, I don't know why they insisted on putting a college player on there. But yeah, I'm did. going with Leitner. All right. Leitner. Right. Leitner, power right. forward. Leitner's pretty strong. That's a pretty strong choice. You got a uh, – who was who your home oh, boy I got from good, the Rockets that you one. threw out there, Dan? You you, you, you black, black. He was on the Spurs. You, you black. Uniblab. Uniblab. No, you black. You black and, uh, you black and Christian Leitner. This team's already sounding great, Dan. This team's, uh, this team's definitely beating a key. Well, if we're talking about Big Diesel, I guess I'll go ahead and choose my young boy. I'm going to choose young Shaq Diesel, but pre-rap career, almost almost at rap career. <laughs> so just... He's getting the Shaq foo. But the, that's like literally just his rookie year. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, fair enough. Well, I mean, he that's was on the Magic for a bit. 
He didn't. He didn't no, get on the league. He came out with like his first. Years. No, but his first rap album was like his second year in the league. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. But like, I actually really enjoy. I actually really enjoy that album because Eric Sermon produced a lot of it. And I love Eric Sermon's oh, production yeah. in uh, the early '90s. But anyway, continue. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but like, I think I think Shaq Diesel. I need myself a big boy. I need a big lad. I need it. I need yeah. the dunk. I need the drunkatron. And we already got the shooter boy. We already got the Hardaway connection with Miller. So I think this is a strong lineup. Uh, Seth, how you feeling? What's your number three? I like it. Uh, I'm gonna go just to. I'm gonna go with um, the original controversy around the national anthem in sports uh, that everybody forgets about uh, is uh, for, uh, once known as Chris Jackson, later in, as known as Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Was, uh, <laughs> great shooter, great shoot ahead of his time, almost like Steph Curry before Steph Curry in some ways. Had crazy range, little guy has Tourette syndrome. As a matter of fact. Uh, little known fact about him, but which was the first weird fact about him. I remember the Sports Center did a big special, big, big like special report about his Tourette syndrome, and now he has to like, <laughs> no, I'm serious, he did, and he had to like tie his shoes like twenty times before the game and all this crazy stuff. And um, but then, but then like three months after that was on, he uh re- he refused to he he I think he left. I can't remember exactly what he did. I can't remember if he wouldn't stand or he left the bench during the national anthem uh, in like in the mid '90s, and um, because he said he did, he couldn't stand for the anthem while America was bombing Muslim countries as a Muslim. Oh. And uh, it was a big controversy. It was a huge controversy for a little while. And uh, the solution. So what happened? The solution was uh, the NBA said he could stay in the locker room during the anthem if he wanted, and that's what ended up happening. So when the Kaepernick thing happened, I was like, <laughs> "We went through all this already." Yeah, no way, in the nineties. Well, I mean, I'm like, no diff- one remembers this, the, I and mean, I couldn't remember that. That wasn't brought up. I couldn't believe that wasn't brought up constantly when the Kaepernick thing first happened because it was. I'm like, we have a precedent for this. We should at least, we should at least come guy. up. Well, I think he didn't bite off him. But I mean, it was, other- it, it was it's <laughs> interesting. But anyway, he's on my team. Well, that's fire. I mean, the other thing, what, what, talking on the Kaepernick situation on on that comparison is that like the NBA kind of has more of like a centrist to left leaning, uh, sort of like neutral stance when it comes to politics. They're trying to be like, let's They're... just focus on the game, but you know, we also um, want to keep face... our. Well, no, our... not well. They had Black Lives no, Matter I mean, blasted recently. all over their shit all summer. Well, but yeah, I mean, yeah. but yeah, it's more. It's a more recent thing, though. You're right. Yeah. It's um. It's a more recent, but I think their stance is just kind of like if most of our players want to do something about this, we should do it. You know exactly. What I, mean? I think is, they're just, I think they're just trying to keep the players happy. Well, is the was, idea to be well, What I'm know? trying to say, what I'm trying to say is that comparative to like the borderline fucking re, like bleeding red America football, where like if you don't yeah, stand for no, the anthem, for sure. you're basically like you're basically a terrorist. In yeah, the no, US. listen, for the, like that's and the, the, and then, yeah, out of the out of the four major American sports, that, the NBA is certainly the most furthest left. Wait, you know Seth, what, what was his name? What was his second name? Mahmoud Abdurraouf. Yeah, shout out, shout out to him. I can't. I can't and he recently him, he played. Uh, you guys familiar with the Big Three? Yeah. He played in the Big Three at least the first season because I went to it and saw him play, and he was like 52 years old, and oh, I was like, "Kill it!" Oh shit! Yeah, I, I, I saw him play in the Big Three in Philly. Uh, 
whatever year they started that. <laughs> was he still tying his shoes like like uh, I'm like assuming ass- <laughs> unless there's a cure of Tourette's, I don't for Tourette's, I don't know about. I'm assuming he is. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Seth, <laughs> Seth with the the pre-meta world peace choice right there. Yeah. Seth's there got go. that, that. Very deep. Seth's got the deep cuts going, and uh, speaking of deep cuts, uh, I can't wait for whatever fucking choice Dan has this round. Dan, what's well, your I'm, number three? I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, something a little bit um, against the grain. Two power forwards. There, no, there's no small forward. It's a certified long power forward, and uh, it, we got to go with the man himself, the top scoring player. Uh, Actually, I, I believe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar may be the top scorer, but in my eyes, the top scoring player of all time. And deadbeat dad of the century, Carl Malone, <laughs> in second power forward position. Carl Malone, the mailman. Yo, can I, can I just like, can I just say straight up from the bottom of my heart, fuck Carl Malone for no. life. Carl no, Malone's. Okay, I respect okay. his deadbeat dad. I was, okay, no, 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 no. The deadbeat dad stuff, whatever. Live his dream Hello? on that front. And like, as oh, a player, you also have to recognize too that like, that like Carl Malone is also like. As, what do you got to say about the guy? He's one of the best players of the '90s, let alone of all time. He's one of the best ever. Him and John Stockton, they made the jazz a thing, which is surprising. But they it it was a Don't fire Jeff team. Hornacek. Jeff Jeff Hornacek too forgot. Um, and that that huge white guy. That had. Oh, so many white guys. It's Utah. I'm not surprised. Big anyway, country. It's a big country. But no, his name was Big Country. Oh my God! Shut up, Dan. So, <laughs> but Carl Malone. Long. The one thing that I keep holding against him, not just that he teamed with Diamond Dallas Page at Bash at the Beach that one and two in '98 and '99, but I. I also, you remember when like Magic Johnson came out with the HIV uh, prognosis, and then he basically was saying, "I don't want to play with Magic. I don't know if like if he plays, he's I'm gonna get AIDS if if he sweats on me. <laughs> I don't, don't want to." Pl- no. He was he was like the the prominent. I was watching something on like Magic Johnson. There, there was a whole documentary about Magic Johnson for one of the one of the thirty for thirties, and when they did the HIV diagnosis. Uh, part like they were like yeah no a lot of the guys in the NBA they had a little bit of support but there was some backlash and the one name they threw out there was Carl Malone being like I don't want to fucking play with that guy fuck him Carl Malone's a family man he doesn't want to play Carl Malone certified homophobe (laughs) certified homophobe and certified dead (laughs) Carl Malone number three on Dan's list He's not homophobe. He's just a germaphobe. Yeah, sure. All right, Dan. And a a father of folk. A father of He's afraid afraid of the gays. He's afraid of hygiene. And he's afraid of his kids. Carl Malone. Not afraid of scoring points. He's a great field goal percentage. Carl Malone, my number three. He's also a big fan of choking, too. So, you know, there's that. Oh, yeah. So, my number three. My number three pick. And it was really hard. Because I need a defensive boy. I need a boy that can guard the line, that can hold the line. And I have two in mind. And as much as I love Dennis Rodman, as much as in the bottom of my heart I want to have Dennis Rodman on this team, this is probably the only time I'm going to have to gush on this guy. So I'm going to go with low-key one of my favorite players of all time, and everyone's going to hate me for it. I'm putting Bill Lambeard on my team. 
Bill Lambert <laughs> is oh, going on. Certified yeah. long boy, certified pile of shit, Bill yeah, Lambert. Yeah, just a piece of just trash. And I love him for it. He, him, and the bad boys are my favorite fucking basketball team of all time. So Bill Lambert in my team, in my roster. You have like two years left on your contract. I don't care. You're on my dream team. Come on, Bill, kick some ass. Yeah, if you need an Aaron elbow thrown but not a lot of points put up, you put Bill Lambeer on your team. <laughs> and then he went on to be a longtime WNBA coach, if you were to wear. Hell yeah, no, for, uh, was he coached the late. I'm not Certified sure, but I couldn't. Cut. I don't know that much about the WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just know he coached. Oh, uh, God. I, I love watching Bill Lambeard uh, interviews because they're just, everyone's like, yeah, so how do you feel about Larry Bird? And he's like, eh, you know, like. Punched him in his head. We're never going to be, like, having lunch or anything. It's whatever. I hope he doesn't hate me for it. And then they interview, like, Larry Bird, and he's like, yeah, I want Larry, I want Bill Lambeard to die of cancer. I fucking hate him so much. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit. Bill Lambeard's the worst person. <laughs> That's not far from the truth, by the way. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that that's pretty accurate. That's yeah. pretty accurate. That's a good, I like Liam's choice. Look, Bill Lambeard, I know everybody hates Bill Lambeard, and everyone hates the bad boys because they're dirty players. Fuck all yeah. you pussy-ass motherfuckers. Bill Lambeard's the king. I'm putting Bill Lambeard on my team. Seth, number four, what you doing? I'm going to go with my actual favorite player. Uh, this, this isn't that out. This isn't that as interesting as Mahmoud, but... He was my actual favorite player growing up, and uh, he fought Bill Lambert plenty of times. This is Charles Bark. <laughs> it's Charles Barkley. Oh, and, uh, there we go. What I, it's not that out. It's obvious, you know. It's not that interesting. But what I think is interesting about Charles Barkley is that uh, he's now known just like beloved goofball Charles Barkley. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, there was a time when this guy was the most hated athlete on the planet. Like. And I don't know if people realize that. Like, in 1991 or something, like, Charles Barkley was, like, one of the most hated athletes. I'm trying to think who, like, people hate now. Because he, like, spit, he spit in the crowd and it hit a girl, a little girl by accident. Like, that was, like, that was the the real incident that, like, everybody hated his guts for a while. But he, like, he felt horrible about it. He was trying to spit at some other guy. I respect him for hearing that. But then he, um, he felt bad about it. He felt bad about it, but Charles Barkley also famously threw a guy through a window. Him and Rick Mahorn. Uh, everybody knows Rick Mahorn, and... certified Pistons longtime champ. Rick Mahorn. Anyway, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Rick Mahorn and Charles Barkley threw a guy through a like plate glass window. Uh, I don't remember where. <laughs> they did a show with Shawn Michaels. We don't need a reason. No, these guys, these guys tried to fight him. I think I, the guy and Charles Barkley, like not that long ago, was asked about, it and he said, "Yeah, the guy deserved it." Like he said it again. Like he stands by doing I'd it. I do it again. <laughs> yeah, he kind of stands by doing it, which is the awesome part. Hell yeah! Like I can't. certified, but the, the thing about Charles Barkley, which is awesome, is like he was always known, and still is known. He's just like, oh, he's this guy that speaks his mind, and he's he's. He uh, always goes out and about, and he's crazy, Charles Barkley. But they never really talk about the guy's a raging like alcoholic. <laughs> like, that's a, the guy drinks like crazy. I don't know. He's not an alcoholic because it doesn't affect his life. He seems to be fine for the most part. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, so I guess that's not technically an alcoholic. But the guy drinks like crazy. He's a big well, if drinker. He kills and just loves. Somebody, then you can make that. You know. He just loves going out and drinking and meeting people. 
Damn. I, he's a, he was my idol. He was my idol when I was like, you know, fifteen or whatever. I was I was waiting till Sir 14. Charles was cho- chosen. I'm shocked that Ch- Sir Charles was chosen so late in this draft for you, Seth. I thought he would be um, number one. <laughs> I thought he'd be the king. I, I didn't know what this is what happened. I didn't think of podcasts trying to make it interesting. I I started <laughs> thinking how would I beat the, you guys, and I went with Akeem first because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Akeem and build outward, <laughs> and I'm gonna kill these guys' teams. And then I realized I should just try to make this interesting. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to so. kill you guys. I'm going to get the best player of the 90s. Let's go. All right. Jordan, <laughs> my next choice. Anyway, but but yeah, no. Yeah. Sir Charles, surprisingly, the, the, the boy of all boys. I, I respect the Charles choice. Charles is the king. And hopefully, compulsive no gambler, too. I think. Compulsive Allegedly. gambler with his boy MJ, his good friend MJ. Yeah, there was like a news story once where like he owed like millions of dollars to some casino. <laughs> and like, but no, it was fucked up. It was the press. It was the press being shits because it was like he was like, yeah, I paid it. Like, what is, what is this fucking story? You about? Know, you know what I mean? No, you, why? How did they let you leave? You he had a long, he had a long tab going there. Oh, certified long. Tab. Oh, certified long tab. tab. <laughs> certified long yeah. boy on certified tabs. house credit. Certified yeah. house. <laughs> oh God. So yeah, Sir Charles finally chosen by Seth. Dan, yeah. you're number four. I cannot wait for you to pick somebody from, I don't know, the Nuggets or the Bucks from 93. I don't give a, I don't give a shit about <laughs> shooting guard or point guard. Well, I'm, I'll do two for one. Here we go. Here's my shooting guard and my point guard. You can put them interchangeably. We're going with fucking Larry Johnson, a.k.a. Grandmama, at shooting He's, guard. You know it's. I you know what's awesome is he's, that's awesome is he's a forward. Right? <laughs> that's, no, but he's shooting guard. He's right. <laughs> no, I know, but you're like... You set this up as I don't care if he's a point guard or shooting guard. He's he's neither of those things on the court. And also at at um at point what I say shooting guard at point guard Dennis Rodman when he was on the San Antonio Spurs again again Again, not a guard. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, Dan, that's fine. You're you're choosing. But I'll watch it. That's my team. That's your team. You're you're just going for number five and number four. We need a pro, you like just, a fighting you just, presence. You also, you it's also funny. You're like, you had to skip us because you had to get all the cross-dressing NBA players. <laughs> no, it's, it's not just, no, it's not just that. I need people that is all two of them. I need people that can fight in a dress as well. That's true. Do you guys remember the, do you guys, did you guys remember the Family Matters episode with Larry Johnson? No. I vaguely do remember that. No, yes. I oh don't. my goodness! It's a, it's an episode of Family Matters where uh, very special episode. What's the guy's name? I don't know the main son's name. I forgot his name. Stefan Urkel. What is that? The actor's name? Or Eddie? Well, Eddie when Eddie, yeah. was yeah. Eddie, Eddie, yeah, it's Eddie's who I'm talking about. Eddie's supposed to play with Steve Urkel, I think, and uh, in this basketball tournament, right? Right. And then, um, and then he bails on him. Because he can get a better teammate. And then Steve Urkel's like, fuck, who are we going to play with? And I think probably Waldo or somebody. I don't remember. They're like, oh, we're going to get Grandmama. (laughs) And they're like, fucking Grandmama? What? I'm getting a player named... Like, Steve Urkel's like, how are we going to play with... This this person's nickname is... It's like, we got guys over here named the Spider and and the Claw. And you're going to... We're playing with fucking Grandmama? And then Larry Johnson in a dress shows up. And uh, (laughs) just, like, starts... Like starts dunking the ball, and then he's like, Urkel likes is like, oh, she's good or something in a funny Urkel kind of way, and then uh, 
That's that's and then they win the tournament and he learns his lesson that he shouldn't have abandoned his friend and because this guy's freaking But the thing is it's not <laughs> but in the plot of the story it's not Larry Johnson it's it's someone's grandmother which makes no fuck it's who comes and dominates this street ball tournament in Chicago no, it makes which sense. is it's the craziest story ever if you don't understand that it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I used to watch Family Matters all the time with my brother and my dad. I have very good memories of that show. Yeah, it's an incredible episode because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Did didn't need to. That's wild. Damn, I did not know about that. Yeah, Larry look Johnson. up. Just go on YouTube. Put in Larry, Larry Johnson Family Matters sometime. Uh, yeah, Liam, defund the police. What about Carl Winslow? <laughs> I would I would defund Carl Winslow in a heartbeat. You're a he like. <laughs> Why? He failed to stop a, a murder. There's like a very special episode where Carl Winslow like crying in a grave because he might have. He might have. Do you remember the one where he he cries at the grave of some guy who died at like a like got like a like a convenience store that got held I, up? No, I do not remember that. Because he feels guilty that he didn't stop the guy. <laughs> and then like and then some and then one day the guy's widow shows up and she's like, "It's not your fault. It's my fault. I sent him to get ice cream." Or something. It's a crazy oh, episode. Bitch. It's a really like sad, like serious episode. And I learned a lot. That's too serious. That's too serious. It was very serious. It was a very serious episode. Oh man, that's heartbreaking. Speaking of heartbreaking, uh, my number four choice is gonna be John Starks. Uh, I I need a little boy for my my team. I've noticed I've gotten two giants in a row. I got the Shaq Diesel. I got Bill Punch You in the Face Lambert. We need someone to help out Reggie Miller. So I think John Starks, another three-point homie, but also someone who can definitely deliver as the sidekick for any of those guys if they need be. I think he's a very much a really good utility player. Let's get that John Starks game going. Seth, who's your number five? Because apparently Dan went through his entire fucking roster. Yeah, my roster's complete. <laughs> here's, here's an interesting tidbit about your team. Reggie Miller was once headbutted by John Starks. Oh, I I know that I know that that's gonna be <laughs> so you, great drama. <laughs> that's gonna yeah, be amazing. So a, I think no, I think they've since made up. You know. Oh yeah, but, of course. Uh, of course. That was a great moment in my childhood. The day John Starks headbutted Reggie Miller. <laughs> and, and Reggie, Reggie, was like, oh, Reggie Miller sold, sold it like he got shot in the head by yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> yes, that's ex precisely how he sold it. <laughs> that's just, exactly oh. right. <laughs> walking backwards and everything anyway i need a i need a forward i have a center and a forward and a point guard and a shooting guard i'm playing i'm not playing any of my guys out of position unlike mr uh, caprio over here <laughs> i would play them got, all out who's of got that's <laughs> caprio's got dennis rodman bringing the ball up i don't know what's gonna happen in this office Fuck it, i'll put you blabbing um, <laughs> um so playing the three fuck i should have thought of this before it was my turn uh, 90s small forwards. Fuck it. I'm just going to put another guard in there. No, I'm not. Shit. Who we, who we picking, Seth? Who we, who we grabbing? Who we picking up? You guys keep thinking. I'm looking up pictures of Cheryl Miller. <laughs> Why? Who? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Dad. I oh, can't God. spell her name right. Who, Cheryl Miller? How do you spell? I thought it was with a Y. I don't, I'm not going to go on Google to type in what Reggie Miller's sister's name is spelled right. Well, I'm looking up Reggie Miller right now. I don't see. Wait, see also. God damn it. 
Do you have an answer, Seth? Seth, please, do you have an answer? Seth, save me from this nightmare. Here we go. I spelled shower wrong. It's oh, with a God. C. Is, is it with a C? Yeah. 6'2". That's not that tall. Is it not that tall? Well, for a woman. Is too tall Jones too tall? <laughs> Where's the pictures? Seth, are you there? <laughs> Seth? 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 He did drop out once. Oh, no. No, he's... Oh, no, he's got a full green around his... Uh, yeah, I'm not no. sure if he's on mute or not. Did he Did, did he give us a full roster? No, this is on his last choice. This is oh, his last yeah, we choice. Didn't, we, we didn't get the last guy? We didn't get the last can I guy. Give a, can I give a certified choice for, for Seth if he doesn't come back? If if he's gone and and not forgotten, uh, we will have uh, Dan Caprio hand honorable out choice. An honorable choice. I don't know. I'll who... go with with Penny Hardaway with Little Penny as his personal coach. <laughs> that's a fair point. That is a fair. Yeah. That's actually a fair choice. If Seth never comes back again and is gone from for for existence, I, I, I hope he. I just hope his wife's not yelling at him, and he's like, he's like. I... I don't mean to leave these guys hanging, but I got to yell at my wife. I hope that's not the case either, man. That would be real awkward. I mean. Yeah, we're only an hour deep into this episode. Yeah, it's a light. It's a light. Yeah, we got a romp. It's a nice light. Well, 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 Seth, well, Seth, I don't know what he's doing. Well, Seth's um, did you, ether. Did, I have did one you want to ask choice. me? Hold up. I have one last okay. choice. Oh. I have yeah. one last. I didn't even get to my final one. I have a few boys of my own, and I need a foreign player. And also, I need a player from the Chicago Bulls. So I'm going to go with Tony Kukoc. Tony oh, Kukoc. Yeah, I think Tony Kukoc, the man who made uh, Scott uh, Scott Pippen real petty and pissed off, the one that got dunked on by MJ and the Dream Team. But he is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. Tony Kukoc. I love him. He's a boy. We're going to put Tony Kukoc on my team. Tony Kukoc, that's my final roster. Dan, I don't know what in the fuck your roster is, but it is a clown car of a call clown cars. Undefeated season. I think you're gonna lose your first game. Fuck that. We're we're fighting everybody. You got you got Christian Leitner. Yeah. You got Dennis. Okay, Rod- oh, you're back. Oh, you're back. I'm back. Ah, I'm back. Did you did you get sucked into the abyss and or yelled at by your wife? Hello? He is gone forever. <laughs> he is gone. Now he's completely gone. Now he's... Oh, he's back. Uh, did he drop? Hello? Yeah, that, I'm here. Yeah, there, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I dropped, I dropped earlier, too, but I was able to get it back. I heard then, that. Uh, Liam Liam was talking, and I'm like, oh, Seth just dropped out. <laughs> oh, I didn't get any of that. Oh, no. Yeah. Ah, nice. Well, Seth, do you have, you have your last choice still on the table? Uh, I chose Penny Hardaway for you. <laughs> for me, nah. yeah, we didn't know. Nah, here's the back. thing about Penny. Here's the thing about Penny Hardaway. <laughs> With little oh, Penny, boy. With little Penny, you get. Little I Penny I hate. I fucking hated Little Penny. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. I loved every commercial that that was. With those two. Why would it, why would there's a puppet yelling at him of him? It's, like, it was Chris Rock as a puppet. <laughs> but why? Why is that funny? Why? Not? why? There were Penny Hardaway puppet bothering Penny Hardaway. Why does? Uh, and I never liked it. But, but Penny Hardaway bothers me because, um, the match number one pick that year, and Chris Webber went number one, and they traded 
for Penny Hardaway. But Chris Webber and Shaq would have been the coolest front line like ever. Yeah, that yeah, would be great. Honestly. And then and then Penny Hard Penny Hardaway and part of the re- now Penny Hardaway was awesome. It's not like Penny Penny Hardaway, Penny Hardaway and Shaq was really cool. Oh yeah. But um, well, he got injured in that just well, that's, that's, career. That's the other thing. I'm a Suns fan. And the Suns freaking traded for him when he was like what like when he wasn't good anymore. And, uh, like, it was supposed to be our awesome backcourt because we had Jason Kidd. So we had Jason Kidd and Penny Hardaway, but Penny Hardaway wasn't good anymore. Mm. So it fucking sucked. And then uh, we unloaded him on the Knicks at the same, in the same trade as the Stephon Marbury trade, I think. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oof. And then, and then they signed, team. after dumping the Knicks, Stephon Marbury on the Knicks, the Suns used the cap space to sign one Steve Nash. Uh, oh, but, uh, the boy. The king. Yeah. The goat. But uh, I forget why I was talking about that. All right, oh. Seth, just choose the tallest basketball player. Who you can is think your last choice, Seth? If you're taking I have to away, put a, I have to put a small forward or a wing. Yeah, Yao Ming. Uh, is my, I want my team to make sense. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna play. I'm gonna go small and pick a guard. And play Vernon Maxwell at the three. Oh man, um, Vernon Maxwell! Because he's the original went into the stands to fight a guy. Yes. Person. Hell yeah! <laughs> but no one, he no one like remembers. Bill Duke. No one remembers it because he didn't. Uh, act, no one threw punches. He just went up in the stands <laughs> at a guy who was talking shit. <laughs> the nothing, but there's fucking Vernon Maxwell, man. And he is an awesome Twitter follow. I would highly suggest following Vernon oh, Maxwell. Wait, why? Why is he an awesome follow? Is he? He's fucking. Hilarious. He's just really raw and honest about NBA stuff. Oh, I thought he's, he's just, like, like putting like, a lot of funny. tweets out against like liberals and and whatnot. No, why do you think Vernon Maxwell's a raging conservative or something? Certified follower. <laughs> <laughs> Certified. Vernon Maxwell is in Antifa. If only. I must say, I must, I must say, I don't know what Vernon Maxwell's political persuasions are, but he is rich, so I don't know. Although I don't know, I could see him oh, as a guy who blew all. His, man. I could see him as a guy who blew all his money. I highly doubt he's some raging conservative. That is, that it's is hard totally to imagine. Fair. But who knows? Maybe he's some Kansas Owens fan. And I don't know about it. But if he's not, if he is, it's not what he's doing on I'm Twitter. I wouldn't Kansas enjoy his Twitter fan. feed. Maybe the biggest. Oh, then you're gonna love that Tim Dillon interview he's about to do. Him and fuckface. I'm gonna uh, love it. It's gonna be dog shit, man. It's gonna be one of the worst things that I'm ever. Sure, it's happened. gonna be hilarious. Uh, probably. Who knows? But yeah, so that's our draft teams. We did it. <laughs> we got our front court. We got our front court. That's all that matters. That's our five. That's our five on the court. Uh, we're gonna make it happen. It's gonna be beautiful. What would be your draft picks? Your top five. Your front court. Let us know at. Foul housemates on Instagram. But speaking of Twitter, though, Dan, I know you want to talk about it. What? I know you want to talk about <laughs> it, Dan. How about how about that OJ Twitter? Oh <laughs> yeah, this is. I, that, I hope to make this a, a certified segment. Um, I, I Seth, I want to read OJ's current tweet, and then followed by the most recent tweets following his tweet. Now there is I am um, I will just tell you OJ on Twitter Seth. I do follow OJ on Twitter. Now what do you think <laughs> of OJ's Twitter feed? 
I am a big fan of OJ's Twitter feed because oh, thank God. it's you, just you may have heard some of these already. <laughs> the fact OJ Simpson is just giving his thoughts on the topics of the day is one of my <laughs> well, they're very they're very innocent thoughts. Like I'm one looking, of my all right, I'm on Twitter favorite now. insane things that go happening. Well, currently. Unusual <laughs> year calls for unusual decisions. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, here we here's a here's a nice tweet. It just says Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your day. Okay, let let's <laughs> yeah. let's let's do this one since it's Thanks, you know OJ. it's topical. Uh, 319 retweets, 211 quote tweets, uh, 2,500 likes. Uh, OJ's still not at a million uh, followers. He's still not verified. He's still not verified. That's heartbreaking. That's messed up. um, Very first tweet by Shane Crass. Don't know if that's his real name. Uh, One of OJ's favorite days, comma, he gets to carve a turkey like he did Nicole and Ron. (laughs) Got 63 likes. Oh, and then a a rebuttal tweet to that uh, by Matthew B. Alexander, five-time Pro Bowl, five-time first-team All-Pro, <laughs> most valuable. So he's basically rebutting That's this true. guy saying O.J. murdered two people by being like, no, he's a really good player, though. They both make great points. Uh, great they players. He, he threw pigskin pretty hard, but he also Here probably comes, threw Here uh, comes Junior skin. X with, Happy Thanksgiving, Juice. Ignore these people on Twitter that have no lives. Then the rebuttal <laughs> to Junior X, neither does Nicole or Ron. <laughs> that was by Jack at... I, I can't even that. <laughs> these are heartless. Joseph this is, this is a really good segment. This, this is, is a really good segment. Me. Sadly, I'm going to have to unfollow. Did some digging, and apparently this guy has done some shady stuff in his pants. It's a damn shame. How do you now know that OJ is a Meet some of your ass again, OJ. Remember Oakland, 1988? Oh, no. going for right there. Uh, Jim uh-huh. Melton chiming in with, too bad Ron and Nicole aren't around to enjoy Thanksgiving, but you saw to that that they wouldn't. Oh, no. Imagine imagine if that was OJ's motivation for the murders. He's like, I don't want them to have Thanksgiving anymore. Eric Dangleman coming through with, hey, Juice, do these fit? And it's a picture of Eric with apparently two leather gloves that fit snugly. <laughs> Salty Lieutenant. Thanks for slicing some time out of your day for a message. That's not. That's a very. That's a very forced pun. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ himself at forgiving mood, uh, tweeting. I'll be waiting for you, Simpson. <laughs> that's wow. mildly that's, Jesus Christ should, tweeted that. You should re, You should report that tweet. That's a threat. That's modern. Well, no, I got forty-two threat. likes, so want, I'm not going to report it. Yeah. No, I don't want this guy <laughs> bothering OJ Simpson. OJ Enel Rebum Reb Rebmon. OJ about to carve up more white meat. 175 likes. Ooh. Wow. And there's a that's, that's there's a take. meme by Matthew. Happy Thanksgiving, bro. And it's a picture of OJ holding a turkey, and it says carving up that white meat. <laughs> Somebody and then Nicole just... Nico Sullivan rebuts that with, "Please, OJ, don't kill me." Oh no! These are just like the same joke, kinda. After a while, have a killer holiday I, juice. Well, I don't. Have a killer holiday. Listen, oh, listen, let's be, let's be, let's be fair. OJ hasn't murdered anybody in 
OJ hasn't murdered anyone in years. He hasn't murdered anyone. <laughs> That's a fair <laughs> you know point. I mean? He Never. also hasn't murdered anyone. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point. Yeah. Man, uh, quite a long, I'm a Hall of Fame baseball player saying, Happy Thanksgiving, Juice. And it's a meme. It says, me coming home with a turkey that serves 25. It's the Bronco with uh, at least 15 cop cars behind it. That's classic. That is a classic. That is, classic. That is beautiful. Oh my OJ God. prefers 12-inch stiletto knives, I hear, by John Smith. Oh, man. I haven't read, like, an OJ Simpson tweet in a minute. I've only seen him post up videos, because that's the only thing that seems to hit my timeline. Yeah. The last one Same. I made it, the last one, I like, a lot of it is just him being, like, giving his thoughts on shit. I did see one because Dan let me know about it. Dan, remember the video? Well, I have a bit about it. Yeah, where he's where he does a video like doing a eulogy for Nicole Brown's mother. That one I'm not going to touch. I'm not. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> it's like it's those, those were the most that. heartless tweets I think I've seen. So oh, far. I mean, of course that it's it's very heartless, but like the whole that whole tweet is just so fucked up. Like, he starts the tweet, Seth, to give you the rundown. He starts the tweet by showing off, like, a photo of him with, like, the Raiders. Or, like, I don't even know, the Browns? I don't know who the what the fuck he is. But it's some team. And he's like, well... Here's a photo of uh, me on uh, me on the, the 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 I don't know the Bulls. I don't know. So he starts naming on. off dead players. And he starts naming off like, yeah, that guy died, and uh, that guy's dead, and uh, that guy's dead, and so is Nicole Brown's mother. And uh, I I know that it's been tumultuous these past couple of years, and I he starts doing a eulogy for. The mother. Of I'm going to the his tweet. Fucking. We're going his, live. Of his fucking is... ex-wife, who he murdered. <laughs> tweet is called "We Lost." Oh no! God bless you, Jude. Here we go. <laughs> God bless you, Judith. You will be missed. And there's the picture with OJ with all of his uh, his buddies. Uh, that picture was taken many years before you brutally murdered Ron and Nicole by Hunter's crack <laughs> <light>. <laughs> <laughs> I like that I like that handle. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss, OJ Simpson by Tony C. Uh Blake Worm with excited about the new 2021 Ford Bronco OJ. Oh no. Uh it's probably gonna be dog shit anyway. Fuck Ford. They don't know how to make a car. Uh, Scott Wyatt with, very sorry for your loss, Juice. I will keep you in my prayers. We love you, OJ. <laughs> These are all very, like, Mark, nice. Mark 26, nice. 700. Can you believe the sheer audacity of this man? What did he tell Nicole's mother? I made one small mistake in my life. Can you forgive me? It was a small mistake. Anyone could have made it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Whoopsie daisy. Whoops. I killed my wife. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Oh, and, then, and then Caden Holbert chiming in with, oh, no, he killed Judith too. Oh, no. If only. <laughs> if only. Nah, man. If, if he makes a That's sequel really to good. If I Did It, he just goes, if I did it again, lot and of, runs down Judith. A <laughs> lot of sorry for your losses. A lot, lot of. Oh, here's one by Valentina. It just says murderer. Ah, classic. Classic. They're getting that hot take That's in. not very. It's not very creative, though. A creative tweet. I give it a one out of ten. 
Oh, another like, one by Daniel Caps. It just says murderer. Uh, that's, that's another one what out of ten. Again, <laughs> see, that proves how unoriginal it is. Yeah, it's so unoriginal. Uh, Los B, nothing wrong. This OJ was always innocent. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Is that you? You didn't write? Did you write that, Dan? <laughs> no, no, I used my real name on Twitter. That's right. Does Dan have an alt account that he can just praise OJ on 24 7? No, but Nick, Nick Murphy just posted just Nick an OJ fan account. Posted a gif from Guardians of the Galaxy where uh, Batista is apparently stabbing his way out of his stomach with two giant knives. That yeah, that's in the opening scene of the second. Yeah, part Batista of the really going to town with the next. He's really I know those movies. Oh, yeah. I am a sad human being. Anyway. Is he implying um, wait wait wait? Is he implying that OJ went inside of Nicole Brown and then stabbed <laughs> him his way yeah. out? That's of what it's Brown looking Simpson. like. Yeah. <laughs> then well, if, if, same for if Ronald Nick, Goldman. Well, if Nicole Jack Brown Simpson If Jack Nicole Brown Simpson swallowed OJ alive. It if says, Nicole Brown Simpson swallowed O.J. alive, surely he would be justified in stabbing his way out, I think. I we're doing O.J. Simpson 4 <laughs> porn right now. That's what we're doing, guys. This is what this podcast is relegated to. O.J. Simpson 4 porn. Anyway. Jagger 44. Uh, O.J., O.J., O.J. Nice that you sent condolences to Judith. Especially considering you butchered her daughter. I feel sorry for her loss. <laughs> And that her daughter ever came in contact with you. Sleep well tonight, killer. Killer's capitalized. Knowing what you did. In parentheses, I'm just saying. 15 likes. I don't do you think OJ, do you think OJ blocks all these people? He blocks them. Like, yeah. Does he just not look at replies? Like, I, don't, no, he I can't does. imagine how he, he, can't how keep he up handles this. That's what I'm saying. He like, blocks some of them and then he interacts with others. I know there was some motherfucker that tweeted him when he first started his account and he tweeted at OJ being like, hey, you're a murderer, fuck you. And then OJ replied back with knife emojis and said, I'm coming for you, bitch. Um, <laughs> that's a legit... That can't be true. Really? <laughs> they, were like, they were like, hey, uh, so uh, OJ said, uh, sent me this and he posted like a video and everything with like screenshots and it's like, uh, what alt account did you fucking create to go and do this on you piece of shit but yeah no dude oj simpson i don't know what's worse at this point the fact that he was an acquitted murderer or the fact that he made like a punked parody do you remember that yes i do remember that that he tried to make oh my god there was this all right so dan are you aware of juiced i am not Oh, you're not aware of Juice. You don't know about you don't know about Juice. No, you're doing dude, the I, I never oh like any prank videos. I or that that show punk. I, I never like Dan. <laughs> that's no, Dan. not that's not the point. That's not the point in this show. Dan, that's not, that's not the, the point. point of this, Dan. No, Dan. I'm gonna, <laughs> What's the point of this? Dan, I'm gonna give you a rundown, right? I'm gonna give you the all right. So take take punked, right? Take the show punked. Okay. But replace Ashton Kutcher all with right. OJ Simpson. And you lost then, me already. And then, hold on, hold on, it gets better. And then have every prank basically just, oh, it's a scenario, but O.J. Simpson's here. And people are going, oh, um, O.J. Simpson's here. Ooh, uh. That's, this isn't hmm. real. No, it's real. Yes, it's no it never, it never aired. It never aired. Think. It's on DVD. It, you can get it on DVD. <laughs> it is. Are you serious? Yes. OJ, OJ made it. 
didn't OJ film it like independently or something? Yes. And like just yes. yeah, and just like sold it, right? Yeah. And he was trying to shop it around. He was like, Yo, oh, yeah, so I have this no. prank show and there he's like shopping it around and people are like, You're OJ Simpson. No. Get the fuck out Amazon. of my if office. This, if it's only a few bucks, I'm, i might buy it for the podcast. Oh, uh, please. No, dude, it's some of the pranks you can just find on YouTube, I think. But it's like all like all the pranks. No, are... I want the DVD. Oh, yeah, I'm sure though. it's on YouTube. It's just I'm called sure it's Juiced. Like, it's called Juiced. And the whole thing is like, he would end the phrase, like his, you got punked is like, oh, you just been juiced. <laughs> you just been juiced. <laughs> and everyone would be like. It's the untold story of OJ Simpson on paperback, uh, 10, 10.99. Oh, Juiced, here we go. Hell yeah. How Platinum much- Collector's Edition. Oh man, that's That's heartbreaking. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. If there's a platinum edition of that, of course it's not available. Came out September 30th, 2008, uh, an hour and 45 minutes long. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. There's a CD soundtrack. (laughs) Oh my god, that that makes no sense. Oh yeah, yeah, because in inner. On the DVD, interspliced between the pranks, there would be like like fucking rap songs, and Wait, OJ only, raps dude, on them. Just, no, but it's OJ Simpson. <laughs> really? Yeah, OJ Simpson raps on these songs, and it's like, yeah, yo, oh, I'm OJ. I'm, I'm here to say- Spotify. I am. I'm praying right now. <laughs> you can go look at OJ up it Simpson, juiced. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on fucking Spotify. It's definitely on YouTube, though. It is definitely on YouTube. I'm I, I might just buy the CD. Wow. All right, Dan, you're gonna go all the way for that. All right, go for <laughs> CD it. CD is not a dead a dead format in my heart. That's no, no. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I have a massive CD collection, but hey, I still have a bunch of No Limit CDs. That's I'm st- I'm I'm literally in my basement, sitting next to a. Uh... A giant stack of vinyl records right now that I don't know what the hell to do with. So this awesome. So take so take give that. Aha! <laughs> Check and mate. I'll take. I'll give you some of them. I, I have, have probably most right of them. Near my feet right now. <laughs> They're mostly weird shit you wouldn't want to listen to because uh, it was just like I would go I would go rampage through dollar bins at like the Princeton Record Exchange to buy shit to make beats out of. I've done the same thing. And uh, and uh, I don't even. They're just it's. I have some cool records. I have like some Steve Martin records. I have a bunch of Bill Cosby records, which is useless. I nah, can keep but... them. <laughs> yeah, man. Is he hashtag I've, guilty? Rapping... I'll, I'll, no, I'll let it be known. I've, the podcast, uh... I've never been a fan of Bill Cosby's comedy. No? Dude, no. He's the guy who made me want to be funny. Really? I, I understand that, you know, he's he's a lot of people's comedic hero, but he just never really, he just never did it for me. Well, Dan, that's just like I don't know. I listen to that's two just, or three albums. That's just like, that's just racism. No, I get, I get just there is there is it's a very racism. <laughs> no, no, I no no. I'll say this too. Uh, although I don't agree with this comedy, Bill Cosby hashtag innocent. Hey, um, it's just a few specific records or specials. Some of the shit's just too dated. Yeah, and some of it's uh. Not that great, but the uh, I few, do like Ghost Dad. Bill Cosby himself is like an amazing out, is an amazing special. I don't care what anybody says. It, it, <laughs> is, is Ghost Dad on vinyl? Dan, goddamn, no, it's on. You laser can't really disc, watch him. It's a, you can't really watch a movie on vinyl. But you no, can buy it on laser Ghost Dad's a soundtrack. 
The Ghost Dad soundtrack? I don't know. I don't know if there was a soundtrack for Ghost Dad. <laughs> there definitely was. I mean, like, anything worthwhile to buy for? I mean, you can check on eBay. eBay I'm Ghost Dad. I'm not looking it up now. Of course you are. I'm not surprised that you did. Amazon, please uh, satisfy my wishes. Ghost Dad soundtrack. See, I, I'm, I've been avoiding buying from Amazon as much as possible. I'm making a difference. No, I'm just yeah. like, oh, they have the ghost soundtrack, <laughs> but they don't have the fucking ghost dad soundtrack. The ghost soundtrack Ghosts was a very popular album it's, in its time. The go- What was on the ghost album? Or the ghost I don't soundtrack? remember, but I remember it was it was a popular soundtrack. What was the song I, where I'm they did the pottery? Right it's, for, it's $40 on Amazon. Yeah, that's what it was, whatever that song was, I think. Was like a, it was like a Unchained Melody lead. by Unchained. the Righteous Brothers. Oh, was that that? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. That that was like a re. Yep, that's what it was. That is a fair my mom's song. boyfriend. Very romantic song. My mom's boyfriend at the time was like playing it constantly because he was already he was a big Righteous Brothers fan, and then all of a sudden everybody was listening to that song. The fun fact about us, the Righteous Brothers. He'd they make us listen brothers. to those Righteous Brothers. They weren't that righteous either, if you ask me. They weren't, no. Both <laughs> the whole thing's a, the whole thing's a goddamn lie. Sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of Master P being talked down on on this podcast. Fight the, I won't have fight the power. Well, Master P does suck, though, Dan. You can't you're really... you're a fucking liar. I'm not a liar. Master P, Master P, borderline professional level basketball player this time. Charlotte Hornets. He had a tryout. He had a try. He had like a few tryouts with the NBA. Yeah, he played in uh, something else. I know. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Master P has his own uh, 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 cooking line now too. Um. What? He has like pancake mix and spices and really? and gumbo and and jambalaya mix. I, I heard through. I heard through the grapevine a long time ago for through like my rapper friends who know famous people who hear stories that like. The way No Limit Records was built was like Master P and C Murder just lived on nothing but like ramen noodles for like a few years and just put all the money, then just hustled their asses off and put all this money into this fucking record label. So those guys ate a lot of ramen noodles was the fact that was, I heard through the grapevine. I don't know if it's true, but that's what I heard. I still like ramen noodles. That's what I heard, that, that they ate nothing but ramen noodles for like a few years just to, to just fucking stack money. There's lots of varieties of ramen. Yeah, especially the shrimp. That's one. a good. That's, a, that's true. That's true. There's like, there's like shrimp. There's like beef, beef, uh, chicken, chicken. Uh, chicken teriyaki, marne, teriyaki, <laughs> spicy. spicy. Yeah, the the inferno ramen, which is banger, which is the ultimate, yeah. the ultimate ramen. Extra salt. Is is this what the podcast has devolved into? We're just talking about ramen flavors now. <laughs> We're just getting here's into it. Here's what. Well, I got ramen in my pants right now. Well, well, Dan. I thought you were gonna say in your pants, and I was getting all excited. Oh no, there's no. I hope there's no ramen in his pants. I, I got want... a pocket full of ramen and something. Uh, <laughs> that just reminds me of the fucking filthy Frank meme where he has ravioli in his pockets and he pulls them out to people. Hell yeah. Ravioli, ravioli in the pocket hole. Yo, you know what I, <laughs> you know what I had for the first time on Thanksgiving was just, it was shrimp don't, don't made like pepperoni. no shrimp parmesan. It was really good. <laughs> oh shrimp yeah, shrimp parmesan is very. Good. I've never had I'd never had that before, and I like those things. I'd never heard I've never seen them put together like that. Hell yeah, 
I enjoyed it. That is fair. I'm, I'm glad you didn't say Chef Boyardee. No, I've had or, Chef I'm Boyardee. sorry, Boyardee. Apparently, I've been pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, Boyardee? That's... Chef Boyardee? Yeah, Kelsey Arbolt, <laughs> friend of the podcast. It's like, Boyardee. That sounds like, like an enemy of the podcast, to be honest. That's not, I don't think she's right. I'm gonna throw a I'm gonna plant that flag. I'm gonna plant that flag right now. I don't. I, why? What? Why did she say that's? The, why is she the authority on this? Trying to throw was my there, stage game off. Was there a backstory where she like worked there or something? I don't know. <laughs> no, because I've, I've. I'm pretty sure in the commercials they say Chef Boyardee. Oh boy! Oh boy! They oh do. Boy. Yeah. So how? So why? So that's that's how you say it. And if and if you're pronouncing it like yeah. like a hardcore Italian, it'd be a boyardi. Would it be boyardi or would it be boyardi? No, no yeah, I think, <laughs> I think we, wouldn't it be boyardi? I think boyardi, chef boyardi. Yeah, not quite like that, but yeah. Well, maybe not with like <laughs> boyardi. He, he poisoned my son with his meat. The guy was five years old. They had no I used on. to know. I know this guy who's like a semi-known underground rapper. He's, he would just eat like raw. We're on the road, sort of. And uh, he was just eat chef ID like without cooking it. Yeah, just like right out the can. Oh no! And I was like, dude, you're... this was a long time ago. I think he said. But I was like, Jesus Christ! He died, you know? he died from dysentery. Oh no! He would just pop. He would just pop open a can of, like Chef Boyardee and eat it. Oh boy! Oh boy! Like oh, we no. were in front of people. <sighs> in front of people. That's just <laughs> that's just rancid. That really is gross, man. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> is this life? Is my life right now? <laughs> we went to grab some food and it was like a supermarket, and he, and he like, did I'm, that. I'm not gonna say who it is. I'm not saying who it is. It's not my place. That's <laughs> it, was, it was. He's a semi-known guy. Oh, is it Brandon Wonderland? Was it uh, R.A. the Rugged Man? Was it Vinny? No, he's Pat? not a semi-known guy. He's, he's a, not no, that much are, of a savage. Those are very known guys. Those, those, those are, are not very semi-known known guys. guys. Yeah, uh, those are big-time underground rappers. The guy I'm talking about is more like he's like a step below that. Ah, uh, okay. So he's like quite a, a bit. Quite a bit of a like, step below. <laughs> All right. Not in not in skill, but in in, like, in like, success. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel, no, I got you. So what you're saying is disaster but, uh, ate out of a fucking chef Boyardi can. <laughs> you're like, no, no, you're right. Like, no, that guy's a fucking famous motherfucker. Guy's, this guy's not the. This guy's not particularly. Dylon ate out of a chef Boyardi can. Who? Dylon. Dylon. Di- Di- <laughs> Seems like some shit he'd do. <laughs> it's a fair point well dan do you have any final thoughts because we're we're hitting that mark we're hitting that point it is 10 o'clock yeah, i gotta get out of here dan, I, I, got do you have babies. I, do. I have multiple babies in my house that Seth, is fair congrats congrats <laughs> again i Thanks. i have liam i have a triple announcement all right uh, what? and I, well, pregnant. i'd like to say congratulations to liam and i for celebrating two years of friendship on facebook liam uh, <laughs> loudly pointed that out uh, yesterday uh, in some kind of Facebook, you know, video thing, and uh, yeah, congrats on the two-year uh, anniversary. Uh, also, next year, it's good, it's good I, to have friends. I'm recording an album. Oh shit! Album. Hell yeah! A special. Hell yeah! That sounds. I good. already wrote a theme song for it. Oh yeah, that's. Oh, you <laughs> already did. wrote a, th- a theme. How do you? What do you album? mean, wrote a? 
I'm thinking about putting a live, a live bass uh, track on it too. Yeah. I, I have the the song is finished, but I'm thinking about putting more uh, live instruments on it. So you're oh okay okay. I'm so I'm that's, so confused. That's all right. That, yeah, hell yeah. That's good 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 for him. Hell yeah. Uh, is it? Do you have like the recording of the special yet, or is it just gonna be like? No. A, is it good? No, no, I'm, no I mean, I'm currently like, preparing for it by doing. I'm gonna start doing material and working it out, and by the time the special's ready, it'll be an hour. All right, fair. Okay, no worries. No, I'm just, <laughs> right. I'm just saying, like, it, I'm not sure. Are you gonna do like the hollerback thing where you took it like different segments from different like spots and then meld it into an album? No, it's gonna be all in one. Oh, you're one gonna, night only. All right, you're gonna go on a show and do. All right, all right, yeah. Go for it. Hell yeah. We got this. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Hashtag utterly ridiculous. I. All right. See, you had me. You had me up until the name. You had me there. (laughs) You had me up until the name. I've got some artwork ready for it, too. Well, that that's great, Dan. Hell yeah. Shout out, Dan. He's going to be doing his special. That's that's banger. Much love, Dan. We also. yeah, do it up. Novel I've been working on called Beasts and Suits. That should be ready by 2021. That, and that's banger. The most important. The least announcement. Important. The worst one that you. The have. roast of mm-hmm. Richard Dweck Part Two, which why, I why? I pray. <laughs> that's the roast of Richard why? Dweck. Hashtag I can't Dweck. write. I don't write. Bro. I can't write. Bro. You're on so, it. I would watch it. You will roast you even if you're not there. Don't don't back out now. <laughs> I don't want to see. Why? 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 How much? That is the. I've. We've had. Dan has been hyping up this roast idea for months now. Months. Months. Since we started this podcast. (laughs) And and every single time. Put a very hard damper on it. Every single time he has brought this up in conversation. People have given the exact response Seth has just given right now. <laughs> it, it was those people are full of shit. I've already had people request to be on the roast. All right, all right. Well, I all guess right. I guess Bryant St. John's full of shit. I guess, I guess. Bryant St. John is on the roast. All right. No, he's not. He's there's no way. He'll be there. All right. There's no way. All right, we're gonna. Where are you do? How are you? I uh, never mind. Let's, I'm not gonna grill you on logistics, but. <laughs> <sighs> well, this is 2021, Seth. It's gonna be a new That's year. A good point. It's a new a year, point. new Dan. There is a new year. There is and a new Dweck. I well, I, as well. as long as we do not. Don't worry about it. So yeah, Dan, <laughs> those are some announcements. Those are some real announcements. So much much respect. And and Seth has a few announcements. He's he has three kids. He's living his best life. And I do have a thing to I do have a thing to promote. Oh, I, yeah. um, that's great because we're getting to the end. We're out of time. So at uh, this point, yeah, this I would know. be the end of episode thirty-seven of the Foul House Meets Podcast. I'm Seth, almost, as always, there. thank you for coming on to the podcast. And if you I'm could please plug your shit. Yeah, on uh, I had a I had some a series of CDs I made uh, from around I made them from around two thousand three to two thousand six probably um called no subways in jersey and uh this is the music i made at that time and uh 
I took the what I consider the songs I wanted to live on from these CDs, and I made a collection of them. I put them on pretty much every streaming service. I'm pretty sure. I haven't checked everyone, but there it's on Apple, it's on Spotify. I'm pretty sure it's everywhere by now. I've, um, I've heard it. I, I will. Yeah. So I'm in and say I've heard it on Spotify. I give it five U blabs. Five U blabs out of that's pretty that's, good. That's that's worthwhile. Hell yeah. So, five if you enjoy um if you enjoy east coast underground rap from around those that time uh you probably enjoy some of it and if you don't you, you if you if you're if you're repelled to that what i just said you should probably stay far away from this as i was a uh, some of the no, shit I say is, anyway some of the shit i say is pretty wild there's a little so much shit on it i would never say as a 40 year old man that i was saying when i was 23 to 26 and uh no say it now it's interesting. It's interesting. It's it's interesting trip down memory lane for myself. But if you never heard, if you've uh, so just look up the wrist. Uh, if you search "best of no subways in Jersey," it should come up. But I put "best" in quotation marks because it's it's a self-deprecating joke. That's radical. Hell yeah. That's it. It's a, go check that out. It's fun. It's it's the shit I. It's all sh it's shit I made in my early twenties to mid twenties. Hell yeah, Seth with the underground hip-hop plug, Dan with the Richard Dweck roast plug, and his special plug, the more important plug. And you can join us with our plugs over on Instagram at the Foul Housemates HQ. You can also follow us on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast, and wherever podcasts are held hostage. You can also check us out on Twitter at Real Ultra Liam and at Dan underscore Caprio, respectively. And uh, that, I think, wraps it up for the day. This is been... Add old school hip hop to the Foul Housemates playlist on Spotify. Uh, that that as well. So as we close out, oh, I'll I... put some. I should put some of my songs on that. Yeah, yeah. go do it. That. Plug your shit. <laughs> put your songs on there. Do it. Do it now. I will. I will do it. You fucking heathen. That'll be it. Episode 27 of the Foul Housemates podcast is in the books. Thank you all for listening. Take care, and please, for the love of God, Carl Malone, love your children sometime. Please be a good father. Be a good father for once in your fucking life. No, you don't homophobic sack of shits. No, no. Untrue. Are you sure it's untrue? I'm pretty sure.